What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I wanted to just throw this in in the beginning. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That really helps our numbers. Check out the merch store at brennantcomedy.com slash merch store to get your ex-drinking buddy merch. And if you really want to, subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash brennantassif. That really helps me out. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. Grab me a beer and grab him a coat. We about to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he done sobered up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the program, quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do, hang out with friends, get drunk, do drugs, get in all sorts of trouble, and then reminisce about those old stories. I am sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do, hang out with someone and reminisce about the crazy old days. Most weeks I'll be joined by guests. This week is no exception. All the way from New York City, Brandon Trousseau. What is up, dude? What an intro, man. What up, man? That's a great intro. That's an intro that makes me feel like you're not sober. That's that's an intro that's like, dude, no, I'm lying to everybody. I've literally watched the playback when I'm like putting together the episode. And when I, when I start, when I'm like, all right, we're going to start three, two. And then I've seen guests go, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. yeah like wow. get shocked. Um, I like it. Before we get too far into anything, plug everything up front for everybody. Social media, anything you have coming up, this this will come out Monday. So uh, social media, let's see. I have uh, Instagram. That's that's uh, you can follow that's me there. It's one. at Brandon Trusso. It's just my name. T R U S S O is the last name. Um, I do uh, Twitter is the same or X now. Yes, X X. I'm on X. It's like a porn star. It's the same. It's at Brandon Trusso, right? No, nothing different. And then TikTok, Brandon Trusso. Like, it's, I don't change it. I keep it the same. Some people change it and they got these weird names. I just oh, no. Out. Brennan T. Comedy for everything. I had yeah. somebody tell me recently, because they had just started a YouTube channel for something. Yeah. Um, it's a friend of the show, Daniel Bearcat. The listeners know who he is. But he started like doing a tech thing on YouTube. Yeah. So he texts me and he goes, hey, man, I realize that YouTube is trying to get new people on the platform. So if you just create a new handle, like a new page, you'll get – it'll push visitors. Like it'll wow. push people to you. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But then I went into it and I go, oh, no, I can't because I have to have the same – I have Brennan T. Comedy on everything. everything yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to do a different name yeah, just because. Just because. Yeah, man. I don't know. I can't keep up with all this shit. Yeah, it's man. a lot. so much different. That's new threads thing, same at Brandon Trusso. Just, but I don't yeah. even give a shit about that. <laughs> Just in case, yeah, just in case. But uh, I'm usually uh, I'm I'm at the uh, Grizzly Pair Mm -hmm. on uh, like uh, Tuesday, Friday, and Saturdays Uh, on McDougal on McDougal Street, and catch me there on the weekends. I'm at New York Comedy Club. Uh, tomorrow at ten fifteen, but they won't know this because this comes (laughs) out on Monday. But uh, yeah, that's that's my week. That's, All right. That's my week coming up. Well, I've been wanting to have you on. Uh, you good have to been, be here, man. I appreciate you coming, man. Yeah, I've heard you, good things. You've been sober for eight years now. We were just talking about yeah. a little over eight years. Eight years on July 12th. That's Congratulations, man. Thanks, bro. I can't Thank believe you. our sobriety dates are so close. Yeah, when's yours? May 31st. Oh, yeah, dude. And I think we all had, that must be the uh, the time where yeah, like, the, we got the summertime the where summer. I can't go through another one. <laughs> can't of these, do this. <laughs> can't do In the wintertime, when you're with your family and you're hanging out it's, and it's the holidays, yeah. you're like, yeah, this is yeah, fine. This is fine. Yeah. Exactly. But in the summer when it's 100 degrees outside and you're no. fucking dehydrated, like sweating oh, on yourself, you're like, dude. I can't. On a boat. <laughs> yeah, just on a boat being like, all right, enough of this shit. 
Um, I want to talk. So normally, uh, and the listeners know this, but normally what we're going to do is I, I want to get to know Brandon since it's your first time being on yeah, the show. For sure. How you got into comedy, how you got to New York or everything like that. Um, but definitely, like I said to you before we went started recording, I like having people on who are now sober because mm-hmm. their stories are a lot crazier most times yep. than people who are still drinking. They sure are. There's a reason we quit, as we like to say. Right. Um, the people who are still drinking don't like to tell the stories that they're living because that's, yeah. it's called denial. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so let's get into it. You, are you originally from New York? I'm from Buffalo, New York originally. Okay, so yeah, you're from Bill's, Bill's, Bill's Mafia. Hell yeah. Um, I am sorry that they put Josh Allen on the Madden cover this Hey, year. you know what, dude? That curse has ended, I think, uh, I, I, with Brady. You are, It's interesting you bring that up. I... Because obviously being in New York now, I have a few friends that are Buffalo Bills fans. And yeah. so I say that. Yeah. And every single one has the same response. Like, oh, because nah, we worried about over. the same thing that you just brought up. And I'm like, curse is over. We're fine. You, everyone's Googling it. Like, nah, now nah, they nah. say if you're on the Madden cover, you win the Super Bowl. Because well, Brady won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, originally from Buffalo. And then how did you how did you get into stand-up like, as comedy? Uh, how did I get into stand-up? Like, to be honest with you, this is... This is a little bunch of tributaries. So when I was in high school, we had yeah. to take this stupid personality test. Okay. Our, um, uh, whatchamacallit, our guidance counselors, like, take the test, take the test. It was our junior year. Everybody knows junior year in high school is like the year that you got to like figure shit out, right? <laughs> yeah. They put all that pressure on You're you. You're 17, yeah, 16, like, and they're know. like, I just want to jerk do you off do for, for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> just let me fucking jerk off in my room for a year. No, but I took the stupid personality test and it was funny because I was like, all right, I'm going to take it, she's like, take it seriously. You know what I mean? I was always the class clown. You know what yeah. I mean? I like, played sports and shit like that, but I was always fucking off. And I took this personality test and like the answers to the test were like stand up comic. And uh, oh, that was like the industry. Wow. And it's funny because I was like, I take this thing seriously and this is the shit I get. You know what I mean? And like, I've always like, I mean, at that time, looking back, like I like stand up comedy. Like I liked that. I, mean, I loved Eddie Murphy. I used to watch Andrew Dice Clay. So uh, this is something I find interesting though, because stand up is such a niche thing. How did you even find that? Was that through your parents? Do you have any siblings? Um, so like, yeah, back you... in the day, I mean, I'm 42 years old. Okay. So when I was a kid, that's who was pop. Eddie Murphy. Um, Delirious you know, and Sam wrong. Kennis, man, yeah. Sam Kennison. Like my parents would watch that shit on HBO and they, okay. would, they would tape it. Yeah. They would VHS tape it. I did the same and thing. And I would sneak it and watch it. Okay, cool, cool. So I, that's how I learned. Like, you know, I was watching Eddie Murphy when I was younger. I was watching Andrew Dice Clay, who was filthy. Yeah. Like, he was filthy. Hickory Dick. Yeah. Ow! Yeah. And that's, it's funny because, like, he he made, like, a little bit of a comeback, but it's not even like how it used to be. Yeah. He was the first stand-up comedian to ever sell at the Madison, Madison yeah. Square Garden. Yeah. And I used to, like, write, like, I used to, like, write, like, little ideas that I had. Like, I had a composite book I would write. And then, like, as I got to, like... um I think it was like 2006, 2007, I started writing, um, you know, just things like the way I would say something on stage. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I wouldn't write it like a joke. Like, you know, people think, tell me a joke. I hate when fucking people say that. But like, I would just write it like that. And then uh, this dude that um, my girlfriend knew, she knew she was friends with his girlfriend, that he was like um, at our place one time and he like was looking, like looking through my shit, believe it or not. Yeah. He's like, oh, what's this? You write stand up? And I was like, no, I was like, I just like, I just like write ideas and shit. He's like, yo, you should do an open mic sometime. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, man. I just like to write, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, just come check it out. And I like came and checked it out. Buffalo didn't really have much going on back then. This was 2000, yeah, 2006. So you're like 22 at the time? Yeah, I was 26, 26. 25. 20, okay. Yeah. And uh, I went and checked it out and it was, I do, as soon as I got there, I'm like, this is 
fucking all. I as soon as I walked in there, I was like, I want to do this. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to do it, but I was scared, right? Like, I was scared. And the, the the person that ran it was like, Hey, why don't you go up last? And I was like, I'm not fucking going. Up. <laughs> I'm not going up yeah, ever. Fuck you. At all. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, I'll, I'm like, she she was pushing me though. She's like, Why don't you like you know come back? And like I remember I told all my friends I was like I'm performing next week, and I wrote five minutes. I mean, I'm talking like. The way people think it's done. Yeah. I'm writing a set out. I'm getting anxious I'm to hear how this the, goes. I'm yeah. in front of the mirror. You know, I'm in front Holding of the mirror. Holding the hairbrush. Yeah. Yeah. Like doing my set. I'm like, this is going to fucking be awful. Do you, you have it in there? Like pause for laughter. Uh, I just, I, I wrote everything out the exact <laughs> way that I would do it on stage. Yeah. And I, yeah, you write that way. You're like, this is a laugh. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And I invited like maybe like 35 people and they all showed up for That's an open mic. So many people. For an open mic. And I filmed it and I, ha- <laughs> I filmed the whole thing. And then, so I get there. Have you put this up anywhere? Please tell me you no, cut it. dude. I was just talking. Oh. Oh, you have Side to cut note, it. I was just talking to somebody about this. I know I have that tape somewhere, but it's like a little DVR tape. Yeah. I got it somewhere. You got to get it digitized. Uh, so I'll find it. But <laughs> oh my so, God. I, so I'm there. That right? would be so good. I'm there and I'm waiting to go up. I, she puts me at the end, you know, because she knew the lady that ran it knew I brought all these people. Yeah. So and you have to keep gonna, them She's going to put yeah. me last. So I'm sitting there and I'm waiting to go up and I'm fucking nervous. I'm like hanging out, walking pace and doing all this shit. And I'm in the bathroom and a guy I know comes in. He's like, dude, do you want to do a fucking bump? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I got, I got to calm down. So I'll do some posts. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Great idea, dude. Great idea, Brandon. Your first time going on stage, do a fucking line of blow. <laughs> Luckily, this was Buffalo, New York, so the shit was like drywall. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, whatever. So. <laughs> do, a, do a fucking- bump. I have to calm down. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> calm down. Let me do an upper, right? So I get on stage. I remember- it went, You know, I haven't watched it in, in fucking forever, but it didn't- Because of all the support I had, like it didn't go bad. No, there's you no way. And I don't even remember the jokes that I did, but I knew that like, you know, everyone was on my side and Mm -hmm. I must have done, I I was so fucking high. I must have done fucking 20 minutes and three minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I've had side note. I've had a friend uh, because when I moved to New York, when I got a, my first show ever at the stand, I was like, this is it. You know, I've been doing comedy for 12 years. So when I finally got a show at the stand, I was like, oh, I'm going to just blow the roof off. And the managers are going to run in and be like, oh my God, we have to pass you immediately. (laughs) Um, And I was so excited. And I invited a couple of friends uh, from Florida that have like since moved to New York. And one of my buddies I used to do, he used to do comedy with me. Uh, he's at the show and immediately I get like two lines into my set and he comes up to the side of the stage and he goes, slow uh, down. Yeah, Cause yeah. I was so nervous. Yeah. You about, get amped. Yeah. You lose track. Of, like this is before like I knew anything yeah. about like, I'm glad this person let me go last. Cause I didn't know anything about the light. I didn't know anything. And like, you know, it, it, that helped me out. But like after that, I was so hooked. Yeah. I was like, I'm coming back next week and I'm going to bring 50 people. You know what I mean? And Did then you keep bringing people? I kept bringing people and like, I had good standing in the city cause I bartended. Mm-hmm. So I knew a lot of people and that's like kind of, you know, how I started to kind of, and there was, there wasn't a comedy club at that time. This is five years before helium. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I was, you know, you know, producing, I started to break off and produce my own shows. I would like, how long did it take for you to start doing that? Well, I lived in Los Angeles from 07 to 09. So when I went there, I didn't really do much comedy there. There I was just doing uh, cocaine most of the time. Is that what brought you was like drugs and partying? Is that what brought you? I went to LA because I always wanted to live there. Okay. You know, like out of high school, I, you know, I wanted to go to Cal state and I, you know, got accepted there, but I never 
went, you know, my mm-hmm. mom was like, you're not going to California, you'll flunk up. So I was like, all right, cool. Thanks for the support. But uh, <laughs> no, I ended up going to, um, I ended up going there. You know, I, I always wanted to be there. I had an older half sister that lived there. So I, I, I made the trek. I sublet my apartment out and I drove across the country with Damn. a buddy. Yeah. I lived there for, ended up living there for a year and eight months. You know, it was great. I'm had a, I'm, don't get me wrong. I had a fucking amazing Yeah. What time. were you, were you bartending and just, just like partying? bartending down there? I was doing, <laughs> I got this job. At this, uh, we played softball mm-hmm. like year round there. And uh, a couple of my, one of my buddies who was from Buffalo, you know, was like, oh, come play softball with us. And the, the league that they were in was with this uh, online advertising agency. Like okay. it was their office, right? Yeah. And the dude that, uh, the vice president was on the team. Yeah. And this, this is dude, so like fucking th- mad men. Dude, this is thing. so funny because I, I just remembering this story now. So I'm play, we play softball together. And of course, these guys were all like fucking party. Yeah. They're like young LA kids. You know what I mean? This guy must have yeah, been. Yeah, they work in advertising. At yeah. the time, he's 43, 45 years old. You know what I mean? And like we're all playing softball and we'd all go out afterwards. And I'm like, yo, let's get some fucking shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Let's party. Let's get a bag. You know? And this guy's like, yeah, you're down. This kid's down. He's like, I love this fucking guy. I'm like, I'll pay for it. You know what I mean? So I'm like getting these guys Coke. And I had like a really good connect. In, in California. So I'm like partying with these guys and like, you know, it was funny because like that, that was like half the season. And I remember like being like, dude, like, you know, I'm bartending, like I'd like to do something a little bit different. And this dude was like, yo, what? his name was Gabe. He's like, yo, why don't you, why don't you call me on Monday? He's like, I got it. He's like, I got a, uh, I got an independent contractor position that I, that I want to do for our, our lead generation um, division. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck any of that means. But sure, <laughs> You're I'll speaking you Chinese, man. I'll call you Monday. So I call him Monday and we end up like, he, I come in and they're, they're just like a little office. It's like typical, like you would think of like, you know, like a Google office. Yeah. Like, it's like fun. Like there's, you know, I'm like, there's a ping pong table yeah, and foosball. Snacks, everything. It's great. Yeah. Right. I'm like, yeah, this, I can get down with this. So I go meet with the guy and he's telling me, he's like, listen, all you're going to be doing is sit in front, sit in front of a computer for like an hour and a half, just clicking incorrect domain names just every time you find an incorrect one click it you can throw your airpods in you know say before airpods throw your headphones in you know click whatever you see that's wrong boom you're you know that's done 45 bucks an hour i was like okay cool you know so i did that for like maybe like six months that job ended up um expiring you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. then the guy was like hey we actually want to expand our online lead generation he's like would you be interested in working with this guy kevin and we'll have two interns underneath you guys and you can heal. Kevin will teach you the ropes. And I was like, yeah. So you, I want to ask you this because as someone who's worked in the service industry for 20 years, going from bartending to sitting in an office at a computer, yeah. was that a culture shock for you or did you enjoy Damn, it? I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. But how did, like, did it you was, like it? It was great because I knew these guys. Yeah, okay. And I'm in LA and I'm driving to work every single day. Like, uh, and it's, it, the office was in El Segundo. And it's actual office it's hours office and hours. Stuff, yeah. we're, go, we're playing softball after, we're going to yeah. happy hour after. Okay. Like, dude, like, I'm 26 years old. I'm like, this is like, I'm a fucking LA sociolite. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's how I'm thinking of it. Okay, because I, I I only worked ever one office yeah. job. I did it for three months and I was like, oh, I can't fucking yeah. stand this. Dude, I'm telling people, I'm like, dude, I got, I'm on a fucking online advertising <laughs> agency. I'm talking, you know I'm what I'm with saying? the firm. So they hired, they hired me for this position. Yeah. position. They gave me a company credit card. Damn. Yeah. They're paying me $125,000 a year. Damn. They I, loved you. Just because I did coke with the fucking vice president, right? So I'm working with this guy, Kevin, who doesn't even, this guy, nice guy, but biggest fuck up ever. 
right? Every day I would show, I would show up for work. He wouldn't be there. He'd be fucking an hour late. I'd have these two interns from UCLA working underneath me. Hey, what do you think? What are we doing? To? I'm like, I have no fucking idea. Oh, because Kevin was supposed to show you the ropes. Kevin was supposed to show me the ropes. He would, sometimes he would show up. I'm sitting there. I'm like Googling Wikipedia. I'm Wikipedia, like reading. <laughs> I, re- I think I read about like the World War II one day. I was like, oh shit. Like that's all I did, right? But anyways, my job was essentially to, I mean, this is so outdated, but we sold ad space on websites. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like click here, add this name, mm-hmm. add your add your first name. Like that's what lead generation was. Okay. And it would all be, you know, sold through our agency. Well, I had to meet through, I had to meet with like, we did a lot of phone calls with, um, you know, other, you know, offices in you know, New York City, um, San Francisco. And same company, different sa- offices? Or? Um, di- no, no, no. Different different, different agencies. Okay. Yeah, to see, you know, you know what we could sell to them on top of what we were selling to, to websites. Got it. And then we had a lot of communication with our San Francisco office, who was the same office, okay. right? But- I remember one time the uh, vice president came and he's like, Kevin, you and Brandon, take take Brandon with you. You got to go meet these two guys from San Fran. And he's like, all right. He's like, just, we're going to do, we're going to do dinner at Mastro's, Mastro's Steakhouse, oh, yeah. phenomenal steakhouse. And I was like, all it's right, cool. by the same company mine is. Yeah. I'm like, I'm excited, dude. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Right. And you know, we're talking, me and Kevin are talking. He's like, dude, you got to, we're going to get the seafood tower. It's yeah. amazing, dude. It's going to be great. Get a and I was like, cool. And he's like, I'll be, he's like, you know, I'll meet you there at like seven 30, you know, good. Uh, the two guys coming from San Fran. He's like, they're cool dudes. You know, he's like, just listen, you'll learn a lot from this dinner. I'm like, okay. all right, cool. Like, right, cool. So I show up there at 730. Dude fucking text me. He's like, I'm not going to make it. He texts you this at yeah. 730? I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm here right now, dude. He's like, dude, just don't worry about it. Just just anything that they ask you that you don't know, he's like, just text me. He's like, but just get them drunk and you'll be fine. I'm like, <gasps> okay. That's not how that works. I'm like, fuck, man. So I'm sitting there in this fucking dinner and these two, they, don't get me wrong. These, dude, these dudes were cool as fuck, yeah. right? And like, they're just total laid back. Like, they're not, you know... You know, Masters is, it's like high end. Oh, and yeah. These guys got like polos on and fucking, you know. They're, they're just chilling. chilling yeah. Right. So we just got fucked up and ate dinner, right? <laughs> That's it. That's it, man. I t- and I was I was leveling with him. I'm like, guys, to be honest with you, I don't know shit. Kevin was supposed to be Kevin here. Kevin was supposed to be here. I'm, I was telling him, I'm like, I'm kind of his intern. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like, all right, well, you know, whatever. He's like, we'll just run all this through him. I was like, yeah, pretty good idea. Did you lay down the card, the company card? I paid for everything. Fuck yeah. yeah. yeah I paid for everything. That's such a G move. And, but I, like, but I, I said, like, I'm going to pay for this because Kevin was supposed to be here, right? Yeah. And whatever, dude. But after that, what ended up happening is that San Francisco office took over our office and yeah. I got laid off. And I was, like, they were it was like, probably because of the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we went to dinner. This guy doesn't know anything. They're like, we're taking over. He doesn't know shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to ask you since uh, you were talking about the first time you did stand up, you were doing coke and like going out to LA and everything. When was the first time you started drinking? Uh, dude, well, I mean, when I like drinking wasn't my vice. Okay, my vice was like my vice was actually opiates. Okay, but, you know, coke and stuff like that. That whole party lifestyle. Like, I mean, I think I had my first drink when I was like. 17, 18 years old, you know, it was nothing like, nothing out of the ordinary. And like, I I, I mean, it wasn't even the substances that were at that time that were the problem. It's a lifestyle. A lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know, like bartending when I was younger, you know, you're hanging When did you start bartending? 18? In 20. 20? 20. Okay. Yeah. And I was doing ecstasy a lot. And you're the hot guy and you're fucking back there just Just flipping numbers. Flipping bottles, doing it all, man. Yeah, man. Wild life. Yeah. So how did you get into that? Because you mentioned that you wanted to go to Cal State, but you ended up not going. How did you get into the bartending life? So when I stayed home that year, I didn't end up going to school. 
that year. Mm-hmm. I just bartended. So you were just like, oh, I'll just start yeah. bartending? Start bartending. And that was in 99, 2000. Okay. And then uh, 2001, then I started, you know, doing some stuff around locally, like, you know, manage it. Like my uncle opened a um, bunch of hotels. I was hoping him, helping him do that. Okay. I was doing some, you know, I was managing one of his, re- he opened a restaurant in 2003, 2004. I was managing that for him and the hotels. So it's funny because you go back to that personality test that I took and I was doing hospitality. hospitality. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, this, now I'm looking back and I think it was fucking spot on. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the thing is it's such a transferable skill. Yeah. Like just starting even at like, I started working in fast food when I was like 14, 13, 14. It's easy. And it's one of those things where like just being able to talk to people, you get used to it. And then I got into restaurants and same thing. Yeah. And it's such a trend. I can go anywhere in the country and get a job within two days. Absolutely. You just find a restaurant, a nicer restaurant and be like, Hey, I've got this much experience. And they're like, you're hired. Yeah. So that's the thing is like when you had mentioned going to LA, being a bartender for as long as you were before you left is such a transferable skill. You could just be like, People yeah. will be like, do you have a job? It's like, oh, I'll get one. Right. Like, it'll take me a day and take, a half. Yeah, I'll get right. one. Exactly. And that's what I did when I first moved here. You know? Yeah. So when did you, if you don't mind, I did want to ask you about the uh, the opiates and things like that only because obviously now with the fentanyl and everything, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's really it's in the yeah it's in the news all the time. How did you even get introduced to that? Was that again through the bartending lifestyle or? <sighs> that wasn't through the bartending lifestyle. I think the opiates came through, I had like a fucking back, like a minor back procedure when yeah. I was younger mm-hmm. and like didn't even, I, they prescribed me um, Lortab. And I didn't even like use it really, you know, what ended up happening is like a year after that, I had my wisdom teeth were coming in Okay. and my dentist is like, oh, you don't need to get them removed. And I was like, all right, cool. Cause you know, you're always fearful of like some, I'm always fearful of dental shit. Oh yeah. me too. So I just let it go. And he's like, they're coming in straight. They took x-rays. You don't have to worry about it. And I remember just like every other month it would, or every couple of weeks, it would bother me. One side would hurt and then the other side would hurt. And I was taking Motrin and that didn't help. Yeah. And it was, a, it was really frustrating. How old were you when this happened? This must've been, I was like 22, okay. 23 maybe. Yeah. And I was like, damn bro, this is so fucking aggravating. Like to the point where you can't sleep, you're fucking frustrated, you know? And then like, I remember I was like, oh, I have those the pain Lord pills. Tells. And I remember I took it and I was like, I took a half and I was like, okay, good. that actually worked. And I like fell asleep and I woke up high. And I was like, dude, these are great, you know? And I had to be careful. But I was like careful with them for a while. I was re- – I really – I didn't start – I don't start off abusing something, yeah. right? And then I ended up uh, – We're different people that yeah, way. Yeah, I know, man. And then I ended up um, going out one night. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that I took one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I took it I know during exactly. the day. Yeah. And your body's used to it, so you don't feel high. I know and exactly I had what you're saying. Two actually. drinks, and I was like, yo. <laughs> This is this is what everyone's been missing. <laughs> this is we got to tell people about this. This is good stuff. And I think I just fell asleep. We have to tell people. Yeah, about this it. is good stuff. I don't know why they keep telling people to not do this. This is great. It's uh, what is and that? then you mixed and then I started that. Then you know I stopped doing them for a little bit because you get scared. Yeah. And then, then I real then I remember somebody told me like, dude, if you're fucking hungover, just pop a fucking. Vicodin, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, and I was like, hungover, like, dude, I don't, I'm not, I don't even, the hangovers don't even exist anymore. I used to do uh, Adderall before work. Oh yeah, because I worked in restaurants, so Poor like you had to coke. be like, yeah, yeah you had yeah. to be like ready. And I remember I used to get just shit housed, and yeah. then I'd wake up and I'd be so hungover yep. and so like Boop. half drunk, gone, taking Adderall, and I'm like, oh, I feel yeah. great, yeah. 
You guys yeah. ready? I'm ready. Are yeah. you ready? Yeah. Let's go. Everyone's like, eat something greasy. I was like, uh, I don't need to do that, dude. Yeah. I just crushed this little thing up right yeah. here and snort it. And boom. That's when I started to, you know, get into that. Like, And like, it was peaks and valleys about mm-hmm. how bad it used to get. And I mean, at one point I was up. And that's how it got into like other things for me. Because at one point I was up to taking like 22, 24 pills a day. Holy of fucking shit. Of Lortab. And that's like 500 milligrams. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, yeah. Or six... Um, 800 milligrams of it and then uh i mean which is terrible for you especially because you know because oxy started to come about and then that those were harder to get they were more expensive Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i remember a a dude telling me he's like dude if you're doing that stuff man why don't you start getting heroin and i was like you know heroin's rightfully so it's got such a negative stigma (laughs) but i will tell people it's the same fucking thing it's the same so i had a i had a doctor uh, my psychoneurologist once tell me, he goes, I should prescribe you Adderall because you have ADHD. And I go, what is that? And he goes, literally, it's the same molecular makeup as speed. Yeah. And I said, oh, is that common? He goes, yeah. Oxycontin is the same molecular makeup of heroin. Yep. This is speed. He's And he was going through all these yeah. different prescription drugs right. that are this, literally the same thing as the street drug. It's wild. They just move a couple things around, put it into a pill and give it a different there name. There you go, dude. And then that's what ended up happening. So I was like, I started going to this buddy of mine and I started getting little bundles of heroin from him. And I, would, I was never, I tell people, I'm just like, oh, did you shoot it? And I was like, no, I didn't. But I said I would have. Mm-hmm. Because what ended up happening, I started snorting heroin. And I remember one time I had like one bundle left and my buddy was like, oh, you got to smoke it. It's a different high. And I did. And I didn't like that high. Oh, and it's so a I was waste. pissed. Yeah. And I remember someone being like, yo, dude, once you start shooting, it's a whole new game. And I remember being like so afraid of that. But if I would have stuck on that path, yeah, I 100% would have. What ended up? What happened? What ended up? I mean, like, dude. Well, I mean, I OD'd before. You mm-hmm. know, I OD'd a couple times. I OD'd the, the one time. Actually, funny, not funny story, but I guess there's some humor to it. That's I, what we do. I was at a. I was at a. Uh, my apartment, and I was. Li- I lived with a buddy of mine, and he was gone, and we used to just. Is this him. L.A. or New York? This is neat. This is Buffalo. Okay. And we had like, he, you know, he was he was dealing a little bit at the time, and you just would leave a plate of coke out, and we would just do coke. That's and so like, courteous. Have like coke, and then fucking like lines of like oxy out. Just it's like to, the Sebastian Maniscalco yeah. joke. Uh, the Senka, get the Dude, Senka. It's crazy, bro. Like we just, and then we just play video games all night. <laughs> coke video games, coke video games, and you're like, dude, this game is insane, and you're like, not even playing because your mind is just going fucking so fast anyways he left with his girlfriend and i'm sitting there and i'm just going back and forth and i just start to fucking like panic mm-hmm. my heart starts going right yeah and the next thing i remember is i'm in an ambulance oh shit yeah and uh I so everyone's gone you're just so i'm what would end up happening like rewind is i fucking uh pass out yeah and my roommate comes back okay calls the ambulance Get in the ambulance. I got. They take me in the ambulance. They whatever they gave me got me back to consciousness there, like immediately. Narcan. At the time, I think it's Narcan. Yeah, mm-hmm. that wasn't a popular thing, but no, I didn't know what it was back yeah. then. Yeah, but, but we they, know what it is now. We do. Yeah, they give it away for free. They um, do on the summer. You've seen the <laughs> no, dude. It's crazy. But uh, I remember the guy like wake coming too, and the guy's like, you know, you're gonna brand, you're gonna be fine, you're gonna be fine, like whatever. And I was like, yeah, I was like, because I asked him, I said, am I gonna die? And yeah. he's like, you did. He's like, but you know, you're, you know, you're going to be fine. Like whatever. And I was like, oh, and I, that's so heavy. I can't remember what I asked him. And he goes, uh, you're going to be fine. He's like, but I remember you sold, you sold us our furniture when you worked at Raymore and Flanagan. And I was like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome, dude. <laughs> I remember thinking that in my fucking o- overdosed consciousness. Of you're being just like, like, cool, dude. You, I wanted to be like, 
were you happy? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is it comfortable? Because I don't fucking remember you at all, dude. Yeah. That's, I worked there for like two years when I was in my early I 20s. cannot believe that. What is that feeling? Obviously, if you don't remember. You don't know anything. But you like don't. when someone's like, well, you did die, but you're going to be fine now. Like, did that hit you? Or were so you just kind of like, oh, you thank God? You would think or? that that would be your rock bottom, but that's how much like addiction gets you. I mean, you oh, yeah. know, bro. Like, I know, you're yeah. like, that's. And then I think like I took like <clears> some, you know, like I said, peaks and valleys and I took some time away from it. You know, I was like, dude, you can't. And then you just fall back into it because you're hung over again. And yeah, that's why they say people are like, you got to give everything up. The first time I got alcohol poisoning was in college. Yeah. I literally went, to, was rushed to the hospital by a buddy. I was throwing up bile and stomach acid and I got out like eight hours later and started drinking yeah, that night. Right, dude. The second time I took four days off and started drinking after I was like, I need to take some time. I took about a week off and then I started drinking again. Yeah, second dude. time. This is alcohol, boy. This yeah. isn't like a, oh, like I, I threw up. This is like in the hospital, IVs, like yep. you're dying, your you think liver you're shutting when down. You're younger. Yeah. And then yeah. the third time I got it real bad was when I went to the hospital and the doctor was like, yeah, you should have been dead. Like a few yeah. hours ago, like right. we're looking at the toxicology report. You shouldn't be here. Yeah. And that's when I was like, all right, I got to hang it up. It's like crazy. I have to, yeah. like this whole, oh, I'll just do it on the weekends or I'll just yeah, do it with Because that's what you convince yourself. Yeah yeah. 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 And that's the thing. I think it was like, you know, that was a peak and valley. And then like, I mean, I, you know, looking back through all the therapy I got and everything like that, like I think about like, you know, what I, why was I using? Like, it's like, it turned out from like, oh, this feels good. And then you realize that the feeling of the feeling good can help you like not feel like negative things. Things. Yeah. So you lean on like, well, I don't want to be upset about this breakup and I don't want to be upset about like my parents getting divorced and I don't want to be upset about this. So you just kind of use, 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 mm -hmm. use. And then your body, like you asked me like when it was my final thing, I just remember being like, yo, like I just don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And like you tell, but then when you say you don't want to do this anymore, but you can't stop because your mental makeup is like, I don't want to get sick. Yeah. I don't want to go through this. This is what we do. Yeah. This is what we do. Yeah. You just manage it through getting Suboxone when you don't have opiates. So you're yeah. like good when you have an event. I'm like, yo, that's like looking back, I'm like, that's no way to live, dude. You can't just fucking like self-medicate through, through life, you know? Because Florida's a big state with yeah. uh, rehabs and stuff like that. Yeah. We had so many kids where there were certain halfway houses where you could go, but you had to be completely clean. Yeah. Like there was no Suboxone. There was right. no, none of the, nothing. Yeah. Um, and then there was other where they're like, no, you can take Suboxone. And like they they would put you on no weaning process. It's like, just take it. Oof. It's like, then just go back to doing heroin. Like, yeah, what are we doing? It's, like, it's, it's the same. Coming off of Suboxone is worse than coming off of fucking opiates. It's, or coming off of- uh, Actual heroin. Actual heroin. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it, it's so weird how like people just have a different ideas. But you just- you. After going through the peaks and valleys and everything, what what did you do to get? Because you're not, you're not. A, are you an AANA guy or? I did a. Well, I got arrested. Okay, a bunch. <laughs> I, I, you know, fuck yeah, yeah, dude, cool, right? Um, but eight I did, times, baby. Yeah, man, I ended up doing weekends in jail at one point okay. where you know I had to do like. Uh, but the, my my rehab was court ordered. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a um, a counselor that I had to meet with every day. Did or, you get arrested well, for possession? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got arrested for like fucking. 50 pills of damn oxy. yeah and these cops hooked me the fuck up though dude they did they they were like they only charged me for four they stupidly when they towed my car they bundled the rest up and put it back in the glove compartment they only charged me for four pills that's yeah but when i got my car back i was like cool i still got fucking 47 <laughs> pills thanks guys well the thing is too now because of the pill mills and stuff yeah i know obviously it's state to state but in florida one pill gets you five years yeah. just 
no this, questions this asked. Was, this was back in 2013 or Okay, so this is before a lot of the, the hammers came down yes, on this kind of stuff. Yes, very, very, and I'm like I said, you you know, mentioned the fentanyl thing. Like I missed that because I'm sober in 2015. I missed that by like a year. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, because it's a it's a it's a real like we know people you know yeah. comics that yeah. have passed away it's from wild, it and stuff dude. and just yeah. friends and it's like I had a buddy of mine and I've mentioned it before he's the one I dedicated the one person show to and this is gonna sound kind of fucked but you you'll understand and I'm sure, sure. a lot of the listeners will but was a veteran heroin user mm-hmm. been doing it for a long time knew exactly what to do how yeah. much to do. You know, some people are like that was very, very, I don't want to say good at it, but very precise with what he was doing. Yep. Died. One mistake. One, one fentanyl. One fentanyl. One fentanyl yeah. It's all it takes. Get, getting your bag from somewhere you don't normally get it from, or they got it from someone they don't normally yeah. get it from, and he was out. That's and it. I was like, you got to be terrible. fucking kidding me, man. I know. This guy's been doing this for 10 years, and I then know. just one little fucking thing. It's crazy, though. You go through all that, and like I saw the rehab was court ordered, and I had a meet. I remember I just could not get out of rehab. I just kept fucking up. And like, lately, was it in New York? It was in Buffalo. Okay. And luckily, the lady that I had on my side, you know, I remember she said to me one i remember one time i was in there for about four months and it's generally like a five to six month program and then they're like you're you're fucking not even gonna get through this but i remember i came in one time and it was like november is it inpatient or outpatient outpatient okay because i was you know in and out and it, with jail on the with weekends, jail on the and, weekends and, and this yeah so i would go meet her and i'd have to piss and i remember um I had to see her on a third, I think it was a Thursday because I went in on Friday. Yeah. And it was uh, Thursday, I went to see her and I remember I drank the night before and I did a bump. And in my head, I was like, fuck, like, how am I getting through this? I was like, there's no way I can get through this. It just is what it is. I'm just going to go piss, like whatever. So I remember I she she calls me on Thursday. They they tested me on that Wednesday or Tuesday. I can't remember. So I was like, oh, it was, that's right. I was like, oh, it's two days. I should. I might be okay if I drink. Might a lot be of able water. to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. So I get in there and she's like, all right, sit down. And I was like, what's up? She's like, well, you tested positive for uh, cocaine. Um, so um, I'm gonna level with you. And I was like, wait a second, I'm not here for cocaine. And she's like, repeat what you just. <laughs> She's like, you're trying to tell me that you're here for a certain drug so you can do other ones. She's and then she was like, <laughs> then she said, you've been here. Wait, for wait, wait, wait. I'm not here for cocaine. Yeah, I'm not here for cocaine. Yeah, I'm here for opiates. You didn't find any of those in my fucking blood, did you? Uh, I remember saying, she said to me, she was like, listen, you've been here for four months. She's like, you have um, two dirty errands, one in your beginning and one now. She's like, those, this one's worse. She's like, I'm going to be honest with you right now. I could send your ass right to inpatient. She's like, you will be there for Christmas. You'll miss it with your family. You'll miss all that shit. Oh, shit. And when she said that, I was like, I'm not, that's not going to happen to me. I'm like, I'm not going to let that happen to me. So there was a little bit of like, you know, ego on my side along with like, let me just give this a shot. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started to like give rehab a shot. And like pay attention to the things that they were saying. And I think within like a month and a half, I was out of there. Oh, shit. I was out of it. Yeah, you she just turned it on and turned it, was like, it on Let's and, go. and yeah. I was out. Because they don't, you have to think of how the system works, which is fucked. They're, it's kind of like your cattle, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they, yeah. they don't want to keep you in there because it costs them money. And if they're not going to keep you in there, they're going to do what it takes just to move you through the next yeah, part of the system. It's just like the uh, public school system. Exactly. So they're, you know, they're 
you know, okay, cool. You're, you're, you're good for this month and a half. You didn't fuck up again. Boom. You're good. Your sentence is almost up for good behavior anyways, because that's separate. And then I was out within like seven months of all of that. And then I was clean for a total of nine months. Mm -hmm. And that was 2013. And I remember my sister got married in Jamaica and I was like, well, I'm going to go to this wedding. I'm going to drink and blah, 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 blah. And I did. And Were you drinking? Because you had mentioned drinking and then doing so the I was, Were you drinking? I was still drinking. Yeah. Okay. I was still drinking. Because like, I do during, know some opiate people who are in opiate recovery who still drink. Yeah. So I was still drinking. This is like, this is, this timing was around like 2012, 2013, because my sister got married in 2013 and we went down to Jamaica yeah. for that wedding. And I got, uh, you know, I was drinking down there and I remember I was hung over as fuck down there and I came back. It's so hot. But I just continued like that little bit of like, you know, that lifestyle, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And I started dating somebody and it was great. Everything was good. And I remember we got in a massive argument one night mm -hmm. and she's like, you know, she left and I was so hung over the next day. I had something to do with like my cousin's birthday party and I was like... Going through like fucking, you know, cleaning stuff out because I had to get like, you know, this uh, outfit ready for this party and a fucking pill fell on the ground. From the outfit. From the outfit that I haven't worn in like two years. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I, I had yeah. that moment. Should I just chuck it or just do it? And I just took it. Yeah. Because you're hungover. And the one thing over. you know to get over a hangover. Yeah. And I was like, cool. And then I'm like, no one knew. Yeah. Nobody knew anything. And I was cool. And I remember that sitting in my mind and then it started to snowball from there. And this is the time where I was working with, uh, I worked for Porsche for okay. seven years. Um, I worked for them. I was a you know, um, sales rep and a brand ambassador for them. And so then it started to snowball Damn, that's into a that. cool fucking job. It was. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, I didn't, I liked it, but you know what I mean? Like I liked it for certain things, but obviously yeah. I was still doing comedy at that time. So it was kind of like... Which one do you want to do more, dude? You know? I say that all the time. I love my night job yeah. in the restaurant, but it's like as soon as I get past somewhere, it's like I'm right. going to have to go to lunches somewhere. Why? Well, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's how it was. I mean, I'm blessed to be doing comedy full time now, but yeah. at that time, it was like, you know, like this is paying the bills. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I and exactly I enjoyed it. And saying. don't get me wrong. Like, I enjoyed it. Like I had a beautiful cars. Who doesn't cars. like a Porsche? Yeah. I had beautiful cars. I was doing awesome trips with the company. I was doing cool stuff. But at that time- when I found that pill, like that spilled over into like, that was 2013, 2014, mm -hmm. that 2013 to 2014, that year of relapse, that's tough because, you know, so many people are on your side for you being what they think is clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I was still like drinking and stuff like, but they know only drinking. And then it just snowballed. I was grabbing. Then I had a dealer that lived in the inner city of Buffalo oh, and I started to call him during the middle of my shifts and I would take fucking I would just put a dealer plate on on a fucking nine eleven and go down. I remember one time I took a fucking hundred and fifty thousand dollar car down there. Did you really to the yeah. inner city yeah, of Buffalo? Dude, yeah, dude. Because I was like, I gotta go pick up this stuff. Like, boom, I'm gonna. I, those <laughs> are the. <laughs> so he said to me, he came over. <laughs> It's a fucking white 911 Turbo S with a fucking red interior. He comes over and he like drops the pills on my lap and he's like, dude, people are talking. Don't <laughs> fucking come down here with these cars. <laughs> Yeah, because you're blowing up his spot. Yeah. He's like, yeah, dude, people don't drive this shit. <laughs> oh One time God. I got pulled over. I got pulled over going to pick up shit from him and I was driving a car. This is before you had got the stuff? So you had nothing on you? No, I had shit on me. I picked uh, it up. This is a separate. This is a yeah, separate yeah, time. But I had a Porsche Cayenne SUV, and I went. He was. He wasn't at his house, but he was like at a couple of streets over. Mm -hmm. And he came over, and he like dropped. You know, we just drop it on my lap. Yeah. And he's like, when you go, when he's like, when you leave, he's like, just go straight and make a left. Cops are over there. I was like, okay, I'm not thinking anything of it. Boom, 
go over, make a left, boom, lights go off. I'm like, fuck. I'm on company time with a company plate. In a company car. In a company car. Like I have my demo, but this wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I have fucking 15, 20 pills of Oxycontin on me right now. So I make a left, cop comes over. He's like, what are you doing around here, buddy? I was like, dude, I said, I'm so fucking lost right now. I'm trying to find... Um, Jefferson Street, I have to take this title over to this customer to get it signed. He's like, oh, oh, just go up two streets here and make a right. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. Sorry, I got to get back to work. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Get the fuck out of here. I just made that up at the top of my head. <laughs> so he comes up to the car and you're just like, I'm fucking so lost. Yeah. I said, I can't, I, I, I go, I can't figure the fucking GPS out on this car. I'm I was just to about Jeff- to ask that. Yeah, Jefferson yeah, yeah. Street. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I said, yeah, I got this. T-. And I had a, there was a folder on the car that my dealer plate was in. There was nothing in the folder. Like my, my, put my, I always put my folder on the dealer plate. Yeah. So if you, you have it in the front seat, no one can see it. So I just was like, yeah, I'm like, I got to bring this title over to this guy to have him sign. I can't find Jefferson That's Street. That's such a like guys. lawyer move. Like, you know what I have in this yeah, folder? Dude, nothing. <laughs> And he's like, oh, no, just go two streets up there and make it right. And I was like, oh, thanks, dude. Thank you. I was like, I got to get back to work. Wow. Dude, and my heart was like. Yeah, I could imagine. Boom. I was this, been... this Was this after your dealer was like, stop bringing these cars around here? That was like maybe the second or third time afterwards. Okay. But I told him. I was like, dude, I got to bring something. I'm not yeah. going to bring my car down here. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? To... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And a lot of people who don't get in very much trouble don't understand, but your car your actual car is registered to you. Yeah. And cops yeah. love to just type in license plate number. They do it all yeah, the time. That's why I did it. Yeah. I was a professional criminal. Dude. Fuck yeah, I was like, man. I'm not going to get in trouble. Porsche is. I, re- <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time when I was driving on a suspended license for my second DUI in my car, a cop pulled up right behind me and I was like, this is it. Yeah. Like he's going to run my plate. You know. That's, whenever they pull up behind you, they run your plate. Sure. That's just what they do. Yeah. And I was like, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. And then luckily some Someone came flying the other way. <sighs> so he pulled out to like pull them up. But I remember sitting there like he's run because you know as a, as a criminal, I knew he's running my plate. So it's like, what do I do? Yeah. Like I could just take off. I could pull into a driveway and act like I live there. Yeah. But if he ran my plate, he knows, he knows I don't, don't live, live there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So for you, they just because it's there's a fucking dealer plate. Dealer it's plate. nobody's car. Yeah. And I mean, it, to be honest with you, it's a very believable story. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's like he, you know, 2014 I had, GPSs aren't that like common in cars. Yeah. yeah, I had a suit on, and it was like, dude, I can't get this fucking GPS to work. Yeah, man. man. I was like, I can't the GPS to work? I'm trying to find fucking Jefferson Street. God, dude. I wanted to ask you, you did send me a couple of stories. Um, I wanted to ask you about the um, the stand-up uh, on cold medicine. <laughs> what oh happened there? Was so this, this is when after, you were sober? This is after I was sober. Okay. This is after I was sober. And, and like, you know how it goes. Like the first- Quick question. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. But sorry. before we get into that, when you, in 2015, when you get sober again, do you still drink and stuff? Or did no. you, get, you got no, completely no, no, sober? No. So when I, when I sobered up in 20, July 12, 2015, it was like- Okay completely everything okay. done yeah I, I knew i couldn't because i knew if i was like that people say do you ever think you could drink do you ever think you could smoke weed and stuff and i, I was just like you know I, I know how i am with substance yeah me too and if it's like hey i can do this and i take it to the extra limit like i do that with a lot of things like even when i'm like buying sneakers or i'm buying like these little like bursts of like i need all this yeah and i need all this so i'm like stand just, up. Look yeah at stand, stand up. up stand up right yeah. yeah i mean there's healthy things like working out like i have a fucking torn labrum at the gym six days a week i 
I just had this conversation with Daniel, the co-host of the other podcast, Daniel yeah. Toronto, very funny comic. Because I was like, I have an addictive personality. Yeah. Like I go to the gym too much. And he goes, yeah, but that's healthy. And I go, not the way no, I do yeah. it. Yeah, I have to, I'm like I have to sick check and like, myself. I'm, yeah, like, I have to. I will wake up and be like, I, like throwing up from the flu. And it's like, well, I still have to go to the gym. Yeah. And it's like, no, you need to rest. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, my I mom, have to My go. mom saw one of my Facebook posts. She's like, why are you doing fucking pull-ups with a torn labrum? Yeah. I was like, oh, well, I was just, I'm like, you're right. I'm an idiot. Yeah, this you is, know what I mean? Like, it's, We're addicts, man. Yeah, yeah. So what happened with the cold medicine? So this was like 2017. Okay. You know, it was like a couple years into sobriety, maybe a year and a half into sobriety. And I was like, you know, you're on that pink cloud and you're like, mm -hmm. oh, doing things to hold yourself accountable. So a lot of people knew that like I was sober. I was very proud of it. You know, you wear like a badge of honor. Absolutely. And I still do, but like not as in your face. Yeah. But anyways, I was booked at Helium um, for a showcase. And I remember, was it a showcase? No, it was a corporate event. Okay. Oh, and God. it was a corporate event with the people from Helium. And I was like, fucking like, just not feeling well, man. I was like, I had a cold or some shit. Yeah. Sinus infection, something along those lines. And I just remember like, I worked all day because I was still working with Porsche. Worked all day. Came home. I remember just laying in bed. I'm like, I got to cancel. But it's, you know how it is in Buffalo, man. Like I'm, or, you know, even in Florida, I'm sure like when you have a spot, like you'll do. It's comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's I'll not, call it's, in it's, sick. Region doesn't matter. Like I'll I, call yeah. in sick to Porsche. Yeah. But I'm going to go do this fucking show. Yeah. And I was sick. Like it, it was, it was legit sick. And I remember I took a, um, during the day I took a day quill. Mm -hmm. Early, and you know how that makes you feel. I don't know who the fuck is putting these. <laughs> I don't know who's, who's in putting charge these of together. It, but... Yeah, whoever's in charge of there does not know what these things do to you. Because <laughs> I, so I took one, and I remember just like you're zoned the fuck. You're yeah, just, you know, you're awake, but you're, you're out. You're yeah, like you know, someone's like, can I test drive this? I'm like, just fucking take it, dude. You're gonna <laughs> do you want it? it? Yeah, I don't care. The dealer plates on it. Yeah. Tell them the titles in the folder. Titles in the folder, yeah. So I remember just like, I, I, I was like, I come home and I'm like, all right, dude, like I got to get up for this thing. And I remember I took, you know how DayQuil is, it comes in packs of two. Mm -hmm. So I took one in the morning and the DayQuil's got like a little bit of caffeine in it. So that's why it's that's DayQuil. That's what, keeps you, awake, that's what yeah. keeps you awake. And then the NyQuil doesn't. So anyways, I'm like so out of it. I took one during the day and then I had one, um, you know, you're usually, you'd take one like midday, but I never took the midday one. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take this other one, get in the shower, get ready, head to the club, took that one. And then I took one more before I went into the club. So you, Cause took, I thought you I spaced it. it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I spaced it out what 45 minutes. <laughs> So I'm in That's there. That's enough time. I go in there and luckily I, I, I'm i going second on the show and it's a corporate event for all the bookers at Helium. <laughs> I remember, I can't wait to talk to my my buddy Sean is the uh, GM over there. I'm going to fucking remind him of this story. And I go up there and I like do my set. I, like, it wasn't the fact that I did bad on the show or anything like that. I, I did good. I did fine. You yeah. know, it was afterwards <laughs> when I'm sitting at the bar talking to all these people because you have to you have to network you have, you have to, to talk network. to them yeah, and i'm yeah. networking with all these bookers after the show and like my buddy cody comes over and he's like dude are you doing drugs again <laughs> i was like no why he's like you're talking a hundred miles a minute dude you're just mad yeah just... you won't stop talking and i was like oh dude no i was like i feel fucking crazy right now dude i was like i took dayquil i was like but i took two by accident and he's like dude calm the fuck down he's like your eyes are bugging out of your head you haven't stopped talking in the last fucking 45 minutes he's like that lady over there is wondering if you're on coke i was like no i swear to god i'm not on coke you know and it's funny because even if i was i'm not here for coke yeah yeah right and i'm like thinking about this whole thing like i remember like 
at that time, like my sister and brother-in-law, they were really concerned. Like they were drug testing me randomly. Oh, really? You know? And I remember I said to him, I was like, dude, if you don't believe me, you can have my sister drug test me. You know what I mean? I was like, so what prompted that? Cause that is something that has been brought to my attention that other people have done. I've been on my own since I was 17. So yeah. I, I, like well, if someone in my, my family said that, I'd be like, who are my you? My like, sister, what? my sister and her, me and my sister are like super close. Okay. My brother-in-law, like we're all super close yeah. family, you know? And I remember my, you know, when I had like an intervention, um, back in 2013, mm-hmm. you know, my sister, my brother-in-law, like my couple best friends, like they were all involved. So like they were all on my side for it. Yeah. Then after the relapse, my parents didn't know about the relapse, but my sister and brother-in-law did. Okay. And they and were just concerned. And they yeah, wanted, and okay. she was like, I'm not going to tell mom and dad about this because I don't want them. You know, they got their own shit going on. Mm-hmm. She's like, but this is what you're going to do. She's like, we're going to find you a therapist that like, I'll help you find. Cause my sister is mental health. She's licensed mental health counselor at the time before she owned her own practice. She's like, I'll help you find somebody through my network. And she's like, we're going to drug test you randomly. I was like, that's fine. Okay. So you agreed. Of course. Yeah. 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 At that's because you, you want to be done. You know, you're like, I don't want to fuck, fuck up anymore. And I was like, it's a good way to hold people, hold you accountable. And another way too, it was like, I wanted to give, I'm so close with them. I wanted to give them peace of mind. Yeah. Like even if I came home, you know, when I go home for to visit, if they were like, "Hey, there's a piss test in the bathroom. Do you mind doing it for us for our peace of mind?" I'm not going to give them shit for that. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, of course. That's actually that's good on you because yeah, I know you know we all know those people that we've met, be it the program or in rehabs or just halfway houses or wherever. Where I know plenty of people where they would like be like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, well, that's also too. It's like, what do I have to hide? Yeah, you know well, what that's I mean? another weird thing too, is because just in my family, I couldn't see. I'm I love my sisters, but I I just couldn't see them. Like doing that because yeah. I think everyone's kind of got their own thing going sure, on. Sure. So I, I, you know, I hats off to your sister for being like, no, yeah. we're in this together. Well, like, absolutely. I'm worried about yeah, you. brother and sister. I mean, we were super close. It's funny too. My sister's gonna listen and be like, fuck yeah, you, fuck you, Brennan. No, but it's funny that you say that because it's like you have this like this supreme like yeah like you. I'm like test me whenever you want. I I, I know I'm not fucking up. Mm-hmm. So you you know I'm not nothing to worry about. It's funny though. Every time you pee, you're like, did I? Like- <laughs> Dude, I had a breathalyzer in my car for my second DUI. And I remember this is when I, so I got the breathalyzer in the car like the beginning of May and I got sober May 31st. And I remember I would go out to eat and be like, is there wine in this sauce? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but we cook it off. And I go, I don't know if yeah. the breathalyzer right. will read it or you not. You get nervous about yeah, that Yeah, I was shit. so nervous. Dude, I got pulled over one time and it's funny because- Every time there's a cop behind you, it doesn't matter. You're like, did I kill someone? <laughs> did I? Yeah. I forgot about it. Like, you know, I mean, you're like, did I do something wrong? <laughs> All the time. And I got, I, this is when I still lived in Buffalo. And I, this is maybe like two years into sobriety, like haven't touched anything in two years. And I was at my buddy's house. We were just hanging out and I lived in the city for a long time. He still lived in the suburbs. Okay. And I've been at this kid's house hundred times in my life Mm -hmm. that neighborhood that they live in like i grew up in like playing in that neighborhood meeting them out like fucking off yeah amherst is the little town amherst oh yeah i know so i would be in that town all the time Mm -hmm. right leave his house at like it was two in the morning because we were i think we were up we were watching a monday night football and then we hung out and like whatever so it was a monday Mm -hmm. dead driving home nothing's going on nothing's going on driving back to the city turn out turn out of his street Head down because the highway is maybe about a mile and a half up. Lights go off. The reason why I get pulled over and have my directional on when I turned out. And I'm like, motherfucker. Now, I'm not scared at all because yeah. I'm like, wasn't drinking, wasn't doing drugs, been sober for two years. 
only thing this guy can do is give me a, I wasn't speeding. The only thing this guy can do is give me a ticket for not my directional. I knew I did that right off the Yeah. Top. As soon as the lights go off, you're right. like, fuck. Cop gets out of the car, comes over. He's like, license and registration. I was like, here you go, man. He's like, where are you coming from? I was like, I'm coming from my buddy Scott's house. He's like, what were you doing? I was like, we were just watching the game, heading home right now. How much did you have to drink? Nothing. He's like, how much did you have to drink? I was like, nothing, dude. I haven't had anything to drink in two years. Yeah. Right. And he's like looking at me. He's got the light in the car and like whatever. Now this is Amherst. Like I grew up in this neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. You know, he pulled my yeah. plate. So he knows who I am. Yeah. I don't know him, but he knows my name. Right. And I'm like, nothing, dude. And he's like, step out of the car. I was like, for what? He's like, just step out of the car. And I was like, I step out of the car. And he's like, got the light, like right in my face. And he's like, what street does your buddy live on? I know the street that this kid lives on. I just couldn't oh, no. think of it. I was like, D-. I'm like, officer, I was like, I've been to this kid's house a hundred times. I'm like, the name is fucking escaping me, right? And he's like, all right, let's go. He's like, let's have you walk this line. And I'm acing the fucking yeah, of course. sobriety test. Like, dude, I was like, do you want me to do it backwards? I was like, pick that letter in the alphabet. I'll fucking, st- I'll do it from there. Like, yeah. you want me to do it backwards? I'll do it. Like, I'm like, I didn't have a drink. I was like, you want to breathalyze me? I'll fucking do it, you know? And as this guy's just fucking with me, he's like a young gun cop. Mm-hmm. I can tell, you know what I mean. I fucking he's hated positive him. that you've done something, think some drugs, so, some drinks, because I something. couldn't remember the name of the yeah. street, you know. And well, oh. I think him pulling you over at two in the morning, just he's like, oh, this guy's on something. Sure, sure. So, anyways, as he's doing that, fucking lights come by. Cop turn, another cop turns around, comes over. My Are you fucking- officer Gray? He's like, true, so. What are you doing? Oh, so he I was like, this it. guy's fucking with me, officer yeah, Greg. I knew him. Yeah. I was like, this guy's fucking with me. He doesn't. He thinks that I've been drinking. I've been sober for two years. He's like, he's like John. He's like, he's fine. Let him go. I was like, fuck. Thank you, dude. Did and you get a ticket? Got, no. Oh, got okay. in the car and left. Like so fuck. that that cop, Officer Gray, he was cool. He knew us all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what ended up happening with the um with the comedy club with the bookers when so, you were talking? Dude, I was just fucking. Did you? Because we got off that because we were yeah, talking about yeah. taking the drug test. Did you convince them that you were not on? Drugs? So I, my buddy Cody came over and I was like, you know, I was like, yo, you could tell my sister if she wants a drug test, me, I only take anything or whatever. And he's like, yeah, she's like, this guy won't stop talking to me over here because oh. I was just like going, going, yeah, going, yeah. going, going. And I remember the Sean, the GM, was just laughing about it, dude. Like nothing came of. It. Did you end up getting booked at any of the Heliums? I was booked there a lot. Okay. Yeah, so I was booked there. That didn't affect it. I just thought that that was so funny because it was like, you know, like everybody knew I was sober. That happens to me sometimes. And people are like, are you fucked up yeah. again, dude? And I was like, no. Because of our schedules, the way they are. Yeah. I get, I call it, I think it's a common thing, but I'll be punch drunk. Yeah. Where like, I have to get up early to go to the gym before I go to work the lunch service. Yeah. Then I get off from lunch and I go hit a mic and then I have to run right into night, the night service at work. Yeah. And then I'll end up at the stand or the cellar after all the dust settles. And I've been going for like 18 hours straight on six hours of sleep and I'm so tired. And I'll just start saying dumb shit. Dude, when you're tired, that's worse than being drunk. Yeah. And people are like, are you hammered right now? And yeah. I go, no, I've been sober for like five years. And they go, are you sure? And I'm yeah. like- I'm just punch drunk. Like yeah. I knew I had to come out to like book someone for the podcast. So I chugged a bang and I came straight there here. There you go. Yeah. And I'm like fucking out of it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. But it is a weird feeling when people are like, are you yeah, sure you, you are, don't? dude? Yeah. Like, nothing, man. Nothing, what's going on? <laughs> we have time for one more story. And this yeah. is something that has <clears throat> happened to me 
and I was very interested in about the uh, young woman that you had met and then oh, didn't meet. Dude. And then, so take the listeners through it. So tell, let us know what happened. When was this? This was at a party. Uh, I shouldn't even say a party. It was at a, um, yeah, it was. I think we were, I was probably like 22 years old. It was, okay. a, it was a frat party. I go there, right? And I didn't even want to go that night. You know what I mean? Like, it always it was happens. Like, it was a fucking, uh, you know, hanging out with a buddy of mine and he's like, come on, let's go, let's go. And I like, as soon as you walk in, you're like, fuck, I what don't am I doing be here. here? Yeah. yeah. You know, but I was like, you know, I was like 22, 23 years old at the time. I was like, you know, it's like all good. And like start drinking. Like they had a keg there. We start drinking this beer. I started like walking around, like talking to different people. And, um, there's this girl like with her buddy or with a, with a, with a, her friend sitting on the couch. And like, I like just go like sit on the corner of the couch. And I'm just kind of like, and like they had this like get the fuck out of here look on their face. Yeah. You know, I am familiar and I'm like, okay, like whatever, like, you know, but your fucking extreme drunk confidence is you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to blast right through. I'm going to win them over. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and like, listening. <laughs> how many times have we done that to yeah. an audience? I'm They'll like, love me. Yeah. And I'm like, listening, like, you know, you're on your phone. You're like, oh yeah, it's like, whatever. And I just like, I'm, I'm like, they, they, they were talking about something. I can't remember the specifics of it, but I remember I lean over and I was like, yeah, I'm like, that's, that's happened to me before. And I was like, Hey, I'm Brandon. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, no. and I was like, no, I'm serious. That's my name. It's Brandon. And she's like, I know you. <laughs> and I was like, well, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you know me? I was like, what's, what high school did you go to? She's like, we fucked two years ago. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, <laughs> was it good? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, John, we should go, you know? But I had no idea. Dude. So this no was idea. how many – so was this in high school that you slept with her? No, it was like right out of high school. Okay. But I didn't I, – dude, I had no idea. I didn't even know her name. You know what I mean? Like it was like – So none of it came back it when was, she said it? Like you weren't like, oh, yeah? And it like, was a – oh, yeah, sure. And I don't think it registered until we left. And did, I was like, who the fuck is that? Did you I, ever find out? Yeah, I think it came to me, but not until okay. I was like halfway yeah. fucking back home. Because I have, but at the time I was like, <clears throat> sure, <laughs> why not? Okay, yeah, thank you for making me look good in front of all these people. Yeah, whatever you say. I guess yeah. we slept together. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. And then for right? a second, I was like, she can't. Maybe she's got it mixed up. You yeah, know? maybe she thinks I'm somebody. Yeah, else. she was like, are you fucking kidding me? God, that's nuts. It's like, no, I swear that's my name. I've had- I know who the fuck you are. We slept together. Yeah. I've had it happen where I've seen someone and I go, they look so familiar. Yeah. And I can't pinpoint it. And then like you said, like I'll leave. I'll be like, well, how the fuck do I know that person? Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh no. I, know, I just ignored a person that I've slept with. And I talked, I think about this sometimes because it's like, you know, and this doesn't even like, it's like making me try to sound like cool or anything like that. But there's like, during those like drug hazy years. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's so many situations that I was involved in that like I like sexual situations that I'm like, <laughs> I yeah, guess, I guess. Yeah. I've had it I before where I've, sorry. I've told stories and like I've told them so often now that they've just become a part of, but when I first started telling them, I had to like reference the police report to be like, because like I would get arrested and people would be like, well, what happened? And I'd be like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And then, you know, you get out, then you get a public defender or a lawyer and then they give yeah. you the police report and I'd read through it and be like, oh, this is what happened. Yeah, we're like werewolves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you murdered a whole village. I'm like, sure. I'm Man, like, I, I was remember. slamming my head into the back of the cop car, like fucking take me now yeah. then. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Dude. 
How See, I was never a, ba- a bad. I was never like a bad drunk or a bad drug user. Yeah, I was like the happy one. But there's times I was like, don't remember, like you don't recall yeah. those situations. I was always the happy one until authority got involved. Yeah. I was always happy, go lucky, we're having a good time. The second somebody would be like, you can't, I'd be like, yeah, let's yeah. fucking, who can't? Yeah. Who can't? Let's go. Let's <laughs> meet you outside. Um, dude, this was so much fun. Thanks great. for coming on. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, plug everything one more time. Let everybody uh, Instagram, know. Instagram at Brandon Trusso, Twitter, X, whatever the fuck it's called, at Brandon Trusso, threads, that's stupid. Same fucking name. Uh, yeah, you can see him at the Grizzly Pair, usually on Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Beautiful. Yeah, Thank dude. you, everybody, so much for listening at Brennan T Comedy dot, uh, on all social media, Brennan T Comedy dot com. I'll be in Philly October 6th and 7th. I'll be at the stand September 7th. Uh, check it out. Yeah, man. Talk to y'all next week. Oh, thanks, bro. Dude, that was great. <laughs>